la 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 la. What's up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Gail. And I'm Shannon. <laughs> um, was that a Christmas jingle? Okay, so I have a confession. Ooh, Michael spell. and I went to a wedding this past weekend and we like were driving back and it was a two hour drive. And I literally was like listening to not like full Christmas, but like cr- Christmas, like adjacent music. The what the drive. hell is Christmas adjacent? Like, okay, I would consider the Lover remix by- The what? Lover. By Taylor Swift and um, Shawn Mendes to be like a Christmas song. (laughs) I don't recall that song. Can I go where you go? Like it's better than that. But like you know, you (laughs) know, you know the song, right? No. It's like it's it's. I can't. It came out in 2019, right around Friendsgiving three years ago. It was like one of the best times of my life, (laughs) and I just. Like it's Christmas. I think it's not. A, it's not like if you were to look up Christmas music, it wouldn't pop up. Okay, but like it, it that is, might be a hot take. It is a Christmas song. <laughs> that might like, be. We might have to do a little, a little insta poll on that one. Like there are some songs out there that I think are pretty Christmassy. Anyways, I've been listening to Christmas music. And Michael was like, "It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Like, don't forget about Thanksgiving." And I was like. Okay, I'm not forgetting about Thanksgiving, but like there's no Thanksgiving music. If there was Thanksgiving music, I'd listen to it. <laughs> but how else am I supposed to get into the holiday jolly spirit if I can't listen? That's why I said I was going to get you on board this year, and I think I successfully did. I think you are pro-Christmas before Thanksgiving. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all day. Oh, just beautiful. <laughs> for those of you that are new here, welcome to Drinks After Work. <laughs> Um, we're not it just hit me. We like didn't even like intro ourselves uh, or anything we do. Real here. day ones know who we are, what we do, what we're about. But if you don't go back um, to episode like 15, not one. No, the first 20 episodes, we were pretty like intoxicated. <laughs> you have to understand like going from a vibe of like working a desk job in corporate America to recording a podcast like it's intimidating and hiding the podcast and hiding the podcast <laughs> from your coworkers because you were scared of their judgment, which now you have their judgment, but now you just don't care. <laughs> I like, I feel like in the beginning there was a lot. It was of a lot. We would take a shot before every episode, and we'd drink on the podcast, and we'd pregame. Like we'd show up to the studio like an hour too early and start drinking. We have YouTube footage of it. So if you guys are like, you know, you get to the end of this episode, you're like, oh man, I want more. Shannon and Abby, like head to our YouTube channel, link in our IG bio. It's at drinks after work underscore. Yeah. 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 Underscore. And there are, there is footage of us on there literally showing up to record with glasses that we may or may not have stolen from a bar that may or may not have shut down since. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because we all, we're just like slurring our words, like just trying yeah. to figure something out, but it's okay because you live, here we are. you live, you laugh, you learn. And here we are. Yeah, we're sober. we're mature adults now. Not, not like sober, like we don't drink, just currently sober. Currently drinking a nice polar seltzer. And that's gross. And we're in we're in the Christmas spirit. You have a red one, I have a green one. Yeah. I love that for us. That's kind of cute. Well, um, how was your weekend? I actually didn't see you, which was really sad. I know. And you know what's weird? What? Every weekend for the past month, 
you and I have been looking at each other when we leave recording and I'm like, we're both like, oh my gosh, like we have no plans to see each other this weekend. We always see each other. And then last week you looked at me and you were like, we'll probably see each other this weekend and we didn't. I know. So we I need to like it. not plan it. Like I it know. needs to just happen. I know. But we'll see each other this weekend. No, my weekend was good. It was like a three day weekend. We you celebrated. said you went to a wedding. I went to a wedding, which was lovely. It was like in I'm really bad with geography. I don't know. It was somewhere in Massachusetts, but like on the border of <laughs> like I think Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, which was nice. We like ended up like in the morning, we drove to see my parents in New Hampshire. We stayed with them, had like a chill night. Sunday, like got my nails done, got a facial. My face is still like beet red. I was walking around Boston after getting micro needling done and my um esthetician was like Shannon like your face looks so crazy right now to the point where I think people are going to be concerned if they see you in public because it's so red really like, do you have a hat or something you can put on before you get into your uber because I don't want people like I don't want you to be stared at and I was like listen don't worry about me like <laughs> I I'll be okay and she was like okay I leave my micro needling appointment beat red like look insane like needle prints all over my face what do I do I walk like down Newbury Street to oh, go get no. my nails done everyone's like staring at me they're like who is this creature and I'm like this is how you know that you're not a tourist on Newbury Street shopping and you're like nah I live here bitch I'm wearing sweatpants <laughs> I look like I crawled out of a cave, but it's okay. Did you ask your nail lady to give you the color of your face? Basically. <laughs> I basically this is the color I was telling you. That That's the color. I wanted that color. So when you were saying, you were like, they don't have like a cherry, a cherry red. red. I'm like, dude, it's my favorite color. I've been getting it for a year. Like they have it. But you get dip. No, it's gel. Gel? I get wow. gel. They, they were gatekeeping it they for me. They were gatekeeping it. It's chili pepper. Yep. Chili. No, I would have seen that. I always read the names of all the bottles. Anyone, there was no chili pepper. Anyone that looks like a good manicure in Boston, I feel like I've been to all the places. I go to Boston's Nails and Spa. I get K. I only go to K. They're all good over there, but I love him. He's like in and out in like 40 minutes. He takes the nails off, put them back. For acrylics. That's impressive. Which is impressive for yeah. acrylics. I've never had that in my life. He's like, they're all perfect. And the color chili pepper is the best. Okay, but good But they are expensive. So if you don't want to like yeah. pay an arm and a leg, then don't go there. But they probably last long, no? They do. They they like don't break when he does them. I so. love that. You know, it's really hard to find a good person. My girl is out of town and she's not coming back for a while. So I've been kind of just... Hey, wait, is she out of town or do you think she's breaking up with you? No, she's getting married in her home country, <laughs> brat. Well, no, I just didn't know if no. like I could say not that I don't love you, Gail, but you know when you're like No, she loves me. Okay. You should read it. We're fate we're, okay. we're not Facebook friends. We're Insta friends. Peter knows what I'm talking about. You can be selective. Me? With like certain things. Picky. Picky. I'm picky. With like the way things with the lighting. I could see doing your nails maybe being like Oh, I normally am like a journey. Like if it's like a new person that I've never been to, I'm watching them like a freaking hawk and I will speak up. I'm like, if you don't, don't go all that. the way. Yeah, no, I will speak up. I have no shame. And we all have heard the I'm paying for a service. We've all heard the landlord recording. So we know you can speak up. <laughs> and I think Very that's much. good. I actually I admire girls. I can speak up. Thank you. But. I but. also could live in a world where I could see um, a nail technician being like, I'm going out of town <laughs> for like an indefinite period of time. We'll see. We'll see. She's supposed to come back at the end of this month. So if she um, hits me up and is like, come on, Abby, come on through, Abby. Come through, Abby. I'm sure she's, I'm sure she'll <laughs> I'm be sure back. I'm sure she she'll will. Be, she'll be back. They always come back. Definitely. How about you? How was your weekend? Um, 
Honestly, a very low key, very wholesome. Didn't do much. Spent a lot of time with Mystery Man, which is great. Um, I did make probably the biggest investment in my health ever to date. What? So I signed up for a six month program. It's called Fit and Functional. Um, Basically, this girl, Jen Sino, her Instagram handle is Life as Jen with two N's. Um, She is this brilliant, amazing, smart professional. I don't know her exact title. I'm not going to pretend like I do. Um, And she runs a six-month program for gut healing, hormone balancing, metabolism building, basically everything that I so desperately need. And I've been eyeing this for a while. There's so many programs out there, but this one specifically... I decided to go with because her posts on Instagram, like she focuses a lot on like hormones and like the female cycle. And basically like we've talked about on this podcast before, like how you should eat and work out during each phase of your cycle. Like they teach you how to do that stuff and they teach you like, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And they teach you basically like I was going over all the modules today. They like, there's this whole thing. Like you start with drainage path, uh, pathways yes right. they teach you how to drain your pathways because you basically I was honestly scared going through like the the intro videos today because they were like basically like telling me to prepare for like a whole bunch of like horrible side effects because they put you through like a whole body like detox mm. and we're talking about like oh like don't be afraid if like you know you have like really bad acne flare-up while you're detoxifying or like you gain weight or if you experience like severe discomfort or whatever. Um, but I've been eyeing this program for a while. They had their enrollment closed for the past like two to three months. And I saw the other week that they were finally accepting like new, what do you call them? Patients? I don't know. It's not yeah. okay. new patients or whatever. And so I put my name on the wait list. I found out there was almost 2000 girls on the wait list and enrollment opened up this morning at 9am and I got one of the 57 spots out of the 2000 girls. Wait, so was it just like by chance or how does that work? First come first serve. The first one to pay. <laughs> oh my Essentially. gosh. Essentially. Oh, I know. So you, you were one of the first to pay. Like basically like you, you put your name on a wait list. They send you an email at 9am on the day that enrollment opens and you click it. And then basically you just have to like enter your name and your credit card information, press submit. And then you're basically in. And then they send you like this whole intro oh email gosh. on like what to expect. The program starts January 9th. Um, which kind of sucks because I have to wait like two months to get started. And I'm obviously like really anxious and excited, but I think it's almost perfect, perfect timing because I can like be bad during holidays. Yes. It's literally perfect. Wait, I'm so happy for you. So what, like, how does it work? Is it like, do you work like one-on-one with someone? Yeah. Is it like similar to healthy gut club in the sense where they like work one-on-one with you? Yeah. So it's very similar to healthy gut club. Um, honestly the biggest difference for me for choosing this one was the hormone aspect and how knowledgeable Jen is and PCOS specifically, which is oh, something that I have. Okay. So she's like, that's like an area of expertise. Yeah. Like a huge area. You know, what's so funny is I literally was talking to Cece the other day about doing the healthy gut clubs. That's really, really? weird that you just said that. Yeah. Oh my God. That's do crazy. It. Do it. Literally but, insane. Um, what was I going to say? January 9th, it starts, but by, by the time 
yeah. So you, you get paired with a one-on-one specialist. They come up with like a protocol for you. I'm really excited to do the GI map and finally get to poop in a bag and send it off to a lab. But then they also do um, a hair sample. So you have to cut off a piece of your hair and send it in. And allegedly the hair sample is better at detecting stuff more than a blood sample. For what? I don't know. Like for <laughs> your food allergies, you mean? I have no idea. <laughs> it must be food allergies. I have no idea. Blood is usually food. Food. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know. They're, honestly, check out, like I said, their Instagram is life as Jen with two ends on Instagram. Um, they were featured in Forbes and Birdie. Um, so I feel like they're pretty. Who do you legit. like just for people? Because I know we've been talking about gut health for like a few months now. But for those who might be new, who do you recommend this for? Or like what? Like what type of people would benefit from this? What like have you gotten through that you think people listening or who are going through something similar could benefit? I know you said PCOS. Yeah, I think anyone that, you know, suspects that they have a hormone imbalance, a thyroid problem, um, uh, their gut needs healing. Like if you are experiencing, you know, severe bloat and pain every single time that you eat, like that's not normal. Um, basically me, um, I basically just have a bunch of symptoms that I just got sick of living with and finally decided to do something about, but yeah, I mean, if you go to their website and check out what their program entails, I think you could basically figure it out if you'd be a good candidate. Um, I know that, uh, they said that vegetarian, it's not impossible for a vegetarian or a vegan to do the program. She just says that because I'm pescatarian, I, I eat salmon. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But they did say on the website that usually vegetarians, pescatarians, anyone that doesn't eat meat has the most work to do. So when their labs come back, they're usually the most like... Oh, really? Yeah. They they usually have the most work to do. Interesting. Which is interesting. And they're... they're um, I don't want to put words into their mouth, but from what I've gathered, they're anti-birth control. Right. Which, which I so stand by. It will make sense because of like the, the, the hormones, hormone aspect right. of it, of like your like birth control has obviously a lot of hormonal yeah. effects. Yeah. And you can read Jen's story. Jen's gone through the whole thing. She was on birth control for eight years, got off, experienced painful periods for two years, and then finally figured it out. And now she's teaching it. And I'm excited. That's so exciting. Well, I'm it better freaking work because it's really expensive. Really? But, yeah. But it's an investment. It's an investment. I think like I work with a personal trainer and he's amazing for those of, I don't even know if I've talked about on the podcast. No. His name is Mike Soares. He, his company is called New Human. He's awesome at what he does. Can't speak highly enough of him. And it's expensive obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing he says is he's like, listen, it's a lot of money, but like it's about whether or not you're willing to invest in your health. And like, you think about like an average lifestyle, like I would look at my life and I'm like, okay, from like a health perspective, I eat out, like I go out to these like really expensive dinners all the time. And it's like $80 here, hundred dollars there, like whatever. And then you look at something and you're like, well, it's, you know, $200 a month or $400 a month to do something. And you're like, that's too much money. But you're not thinking about the fact that you spend $200 a week on online shopping or, right. you know, $200 a week going out to like really expensive dinners. So I think it's just about like realigning and being like, what am I going to prioritize? And like, what am I going to invest in? So mm-hmm. I think if it's your health, I think it's always a good idea, especially I know it's been something that you've 
been talking about for so long. So I'm really happy for you. I know. I had to sit down Mystery Man and tell him that the fun stops in January or honestly now because I know it's going to be a complete lifestyle change. Like, uh, one, financially, like this is a huge, a huge um, financial take on and they said to prepare to spend between a hundred to $200 on just supplements every single month. So that doesn't even count towards the actual program. And so I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to go out to eat as much as you, well, you can go without me, but like, I'm just wanting to let you know that if you actually want me to do this, it's going to be a sacrifice for the both of us. Like we're going to do less cool things. Well, not we, but I won't be able to do as many cool things. And right. He was on board and I know they're going to tell me to cut back on drinking, drink more water, get more sleep, <laughs> um, eat breakfast, all the things I don't do. Yeah. So it, it's going to like be a complete 180 of a lifestyle change and I'm extremely nervous. Don't be nervous. The cool thing is like you already do so many. Th I think you and I are both people that already do s the most. And I think TikTok doesn't help like doesn't help that mm -hmm. we're constantly like how do I be really really healthy how do I do this like doing a parasite cleanse doing this doing like a million different things where I know my boyfriend like Michael he always says he's like Shannon you're constantly like trying like you're so obsessed with being healthy to the point where it's like unhealthy right and I think one reason why like I like to work with my trainer and I like like I'm considering the healthy gut club and everything like that is because there's an element of stress where having someone else stress about it for you and tell you, yes. hey, this is what you should do is so refreshing mentally versus like constantly being like, okay, well, you know, this person on TikTok says I should be eating 33 times a day to like, you know, help feel better and to like, you know, get glowy skin. But then this other person says I should intermittent fast. And this person says I should fast for three days and eat every other day because like, that's actually what's best for your digestive system and for your hormones. And like, it's so much information that like you try to do all of it and it stresses you out and it gets so restrictive to the point where like, it's kind of unhealthy. So I think mm -hmm. like it's, there's a part of me that's like, you're actually probably going to feel like you're like, yes, putting a lot of work towards it, but you're already like, you already do doing so it. many things yeah. that it's probably gonna be refreshing to just be like doing one thing that you're told to do. Cause I don't know. I feel like us women, people underestimate us. We're pretty good at being consistent and following directions. Like I told my trainer, I was like, you can literally tell me to do anything and I will do it. Like, don't yeah. doubt that. Like I will do anything that I need to do. Um, because that's just the type of person that I am. I think the area that a lot of us struggle in is as girls, we're like, we don't know where the problem is. Like I'm having issues with PMS. Like I'm having hormonal issues. I feel moody. Like I feel puffy. I feel bloated all the time. I feel constipated. Like, and you're trying to treat all these different things and there's all this like inconsistency. So I do think that if you're listening to this and you, um, like my best friend, Ashley, actually, she completed the healthy gut club and she feels amazing. And she, did not feel great for honestly years. And what she said was very, very impactful. She was like, when you reach a point where so many things are wrong and you can't even pinpoint like what it is that's wrong and where it's coming from, that's how you know that you probably should start working with someone and you should take that investment in your health. So, right. Cause you can guess all day. Yeah. And like, it will get worse. Like mm -hmm. that's the thing I didn't realize is like, you might be like, Oh, I get, you know, bloated. Sometimes I get, you know, constipated. Sometimes I get, whatever it is like every now and then, but as your problems get worse and worse and worse, like if you notice that's happening, you do need to, 
identify it and work with someone because if you're just like, well, I'm just gonna like diet and you know exercise or eat healthy and exercise, you're not figuring out what's actually going on, and mm-hmm. those can lead to some like serious complications later in life. So I do think it's a huge, huge priority. I just learned today going through the modules, just for the intro, that fat stores um, toxins. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. I had no. I'm learning so much. It's actually scary. Like it's 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 very scary. Like how much I don't know and how much like I could have been helping myself if I just like knew this knowledge. Like now I'm way more motivated to work out because now I can you get know. rid of all these toxins, toxins. in my body. Yeah, I, I like the direction that a lot of people are headed in terms of like. Not I'm like I'm not gonna be one of those people that's like I hate modern medicine like down with doctors like I'm not gonna do that um, because obviously there's benefits to right and not everyone's the same and like there are some awesome doctors and some bad doctors just like anyone but I do like the direction that our culture is taking in terms of questioning things like when you get told something about yourself and your health like taking a second to be like let me actually look into this more and like maybe take a second opinion and maybe look at like a more unconventional approach so. Right. Pretty cool. Love that for us. All right. Drunk deets, baby. So our girl Giselle is moving on. Oh, she's moving on. I could have called this. No way. I told I told you guys when we heard they're breaking up, I was like, you know, oh, we're just gonna have to wait till the Super Bowl to find out who they're dating. And and you were like, No, it'll be way longer after that. And I was like, Well, you know, the marriage was probably over a year plus ago. So they're both probably eager to move. Maybe not Tom, but Giselle. I'm fuck like, Tom. I just think it's crazy to move on that fast from that long of a marriage. Honestly, but she like, probably felt so alone her entire marriage. You, so you think she was just instantly like, I need human connection. Wait, Maybe. first we should probably say what's happening. Oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Giselle. We do that. <laughs> Giselle had a night on the town with her hot jujitsu instructor. I'm not even going to. Mm, J-O-A-Q-U-I-M. Take a stab at that. Joe Quim. Yeah. Joe Quim. So Valente. the two were spotted. Where were where they? She was on vacation and a Brazilian gossip site called Pure People reported that the pair are dating, but it's unclear when the pair's romance began. However, in 2012, Homeboy and his two brothers posed alongside Giselle for a Dust magazine spread. Oh, so I think it's interesting that like this is someone she has known for some time. Wait, is he her jujitsu instructor? Yes. Okay. Interesting. I feel like in like the movies, they always like, you know, they say like, oh, like be careful with your husband around the nanny. But then it's always like, oh, like have your wife be careful around like the pool boy or like the yeah. whatever instructor. Yeah. And I feel like this is like coming to fruition. <laughs> like it's like, oh yeah, she's now dating the guy who's teaching her self-defense. Awkward. I guess it makes sense. Like the someone that you're working with like one-on-one and, and in like probably, an intimate setting. Yeah, and they're like helping you with your moves uh-huh. and they're probably really hot. you're hot everyone's like everyone's hot (laughs) no I get it I mean honestly like yeah I from the from the lens of like this girl felt likely because we don't know what's actually going on in their lives but like if she felt alone her entire marriage and maybe she's just like craving human connection and is like connecting with 
the first, I'm not going to say first Pulse. person. Like, <laughs> no, like just connecting with someone that she obviously knows well. I, I do understand that. I'm it not is crazy though how fast people move on. And you're right. Like when we hear the news, like who knows? I'm sure they've like hated her and Tom have hated each other for like a year. But like to us, like we it were just quick. speculating two months ago if they were together. Like a few weeks ago, we were finally like, all right, they're breaking up. And now we're like, Oh, they're moving on. So it just seems very fast to us, even though I know for them, I'm sure it's been a long time coming, but it feels very crazy. I will say maybe he's a six pack. I think I do think he's a downgrade from Tom. Yeah. Like you don't think he's not your cup of tea. No, I think. And that's coming from me who like doesn't think Tom Brady's like all that. Has he won sexiest man? No. I'm shocked. I feel like everyone loves Tom Brady. Men like, love Tom Brady. Aesthetically. Like, I think Tom Brady's a good looking guy, but like if you were to stop a random guy on the street in Boston and be like, who's the hottest man alive? He'd probably say Tom Brady. You stop a girl. They're not saying Tom Brady. That's like true. he's good looking, but like, I feel like a lot of girls are more into Gronk than they are into Brady. Or at least they were back when Gronk was like relevant around. <laughs> like, I don't, or I guess back when they both were around. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. So he he studied at Barry University in 2007. Graduate. I'm just reading about this guy graduating four years later with a bachelor's degree in criminology. He does live in Florida. He moved to Florida from Brazil to study at Barry University and has lived there ever since. The athlete teaches at the Valente Brothers headquarters in Miami Beach alongside his family members. I wonder if he never got traded from the Patriots. Yeah. If he never went to Tampa, she never would have met him. I don't know. He's but Giselle's also Brazilian. True, but I think they met. Where was the Where was the Dust magazine spread? I wonder where that was shot. I have no idea. But honestly, like if he never went to the box, I don't know if they would have gotten divorced. Like I have no idea. That's also true. Everything happens for a reason, though. Literally, you always end up where you're meant to be. I know it is sad though. I always think about children in these situations, like, like having to deal, like the divorce is one thing. I feel like any child divorce knows how painful it is to go through that. But then the uh, added element of your parents being famous and the divorce being everywhere is worse. And then having to see your parents in their dating lives. I just can't like, I would be so like, just it's so hard they the kids were on the date so i don't know how much i feel like if the kids are around him either they're not dating at all and people are just blowing it out of proportion or they're much further along than we anticipated because to like have the kids and now i'm questioning like the kids relationship with tom brady because if that was my mom i'd be like um no like i'm not going on this date with this do you think they're old enough to know what's going on maybe not I think think one of them is 12. No, they know what's going on at 12. Definitely. I don't know. I mean, it's again, one of those things we can only surmise what's going on, but crazy. Okay. Selena Gomez. um, I feel like ever since her documentary, lots of drama has kind of transpired. Um, And right now there is just some drama going on with one of her friends, ex-friends, Francia Reza. I think I said that right. Um, so I don't know if you know who this girl is, Francia. 
I Googled it. She's an actress. I don't know in what, but she Um, acts. Yeah, so she is an actress, um, and she's one of Selena Gomez's friends, and she's actually the one that gave Selena her um, kidney. So... Kind of a big deal. Obviously a very big deal. Um, Selena Gomez has been very open and honest about a lot of the um, like health issues that she's faced throughout her life. She's been through a lot, obviously, and I think we've all kind of seen that transpire. Um, one of the complications um, led to her being in need of a kidney, and obviously it was life-threatening. Um, it turns out, like I guess all of her friends got tested to see if they were a match, and her friend Francia was a match for um, the kidney. So... Wait, question. What do you do if like, <laughs> like, let's say you need a new kidney and you're like, oh, I'd love it if you guys all tested. And then like all of your friends test because they're like, yes, yeah, it's the right thing to do. Let's just test and find out and like pray it's not us. And then it is you. Yeah. <laughs> if you test, are you all like, no, obligated? so there's actually a lot of a lot of weird shadiness around that, too. And mm. like, honestly, no one knows what fully happened, because, again, like what happens behind closed doors, like. I don't know, but allegedly, um, so what happened was Selena Gomez said that she told her friends to not get tested. Allegedly, whether or not that's true, I have no idea, but supposedly she told her friends don't get tested because she didn't want to have to like make this weirdness between their friendship where they felt like they had to give it to her. Cause again, like giving your kidney isn't like giving bone marrow or like giving like stem cells for like a stem cell treatment where like those things you make more of. You only have two kidneys. If you give one away, you're living your life with one kidney. Obviously there's a ton of medical complications that can pop up. If something happens to that one kidney, you're kind of screwed. You can live with one. Yes. It's a huge risk, major surgery. You can live with one, but like it's, it changes your life. Like that is not, it's it's like a big undertaking yeah. to be honest. Um, it's something that I don't think a lot of people would do unless it was for like a, their child or like a, a sibling or something like someone extremely close. So the fact that her friend was able to do this, I always thought I was like, wow, like what a friend. So supposedly what happened was she told her friends not to get tested. They did it anyways. Francie ended up being a match. The way that it's supposed to happen, and I please whoever's listening if they know more about HIPAA than I do don't quote me on this um I'm just going off of a page six article that I read so essentially um I think the way that it's supposed to work by like you know the standards that they have in the medical field they're supposed to call the person that's the match and let them know you're a match like the doctor is supposed to call and let Francia know you're a match and then she can decide if Selena should know that Oh, so the reason they do that is because they don't want people to feel they know it's again, it's not like giving bone marrow. It's not something simple. It is literally like taking away one of your organs that you use mm-hmm. to live with. So the idea is that even if you get tested, like you might do that to see if you're a match and you find out you are one, then make the decision. Then you can make the decision. It's yeah. not like you need to make the decision beforehand because it's such a big deal. So the doctor was supposed to tell her and she was supposed to decide like, does Selena know? Cause if she said, Hey, I don't want Selena to know it would be like no harm, no foul. Selena wouldn't find out that she was right. a match and didn't tell her and wouldn't ruin the friendship obviously. So that didn't happen. And Selena found out and Selena's like either agent or mom or something like that found out before Francia knew. <gasps> so that's, she, I guess Francia okay. felt like, I guess a little pressured by the whole thing. And she never really comes out right. And it's like, Selena pressured me to give me your kidney. But she did say, she was like, the whole thing kind of happened fast. Selena knew that I was a match and it was kind of crazy. And I kind of like obviously agreed to it, but like the way it went down, like kind of made her, I think a little bit uncomfortable. Again, this is alleged. I don't know what happened, but there was like a lot of conversations around 
her not feeling 100% like in with it happening, which I think is terrifying to begin with. So she might've had a bad taste in her mouth. Now, Selena did give her a lot of um, credit after being like, this girl literally saved my life. She's a lifelong friend, all this crazy stuff. I remember stuff. the Instagram post. She posted them. this very emotional Instagram post of them at the hospital, which like, honestly, as she should. Um, and she did give her a lot of like credit, shouted her out multiple times, like since then. So, um, I think that they did have some tiff because allegedly Selena Gomez like went out drinking one night, like a month after having the surgery. You're not really supposed to drink at all when you have obviously a kidney transplant. So I think there were some issues in their friendship over the years where they got less close. So I don't think they're really close. Like, I think they're still friends, but not as close as they used to be. Um, I don't know exactly what happened there, but I think there might've been some level of like weirdness after that happened. And um, I guess in her documentary, um, the reason why everyone's so upset is because she commented on the documentary saying that the only friend she has in the industry is Taylor Swift. Now, obviously Francia is in the industry. She is an actress and she literally gave her her kidney. So, um, I think when that happened, when she said, oh, my only friend, only person I consider a friend is Taylor Swift. I think Francia either like tweeted or like said something being like interesting about that happening, which to be honest, rightfully so. Um, a TikToker put a video out kind of explaining the drama and the situation and what went down between Taylor and Francia and Taylor and Selena actually commented on the video and she said, sorry, I don't mention every person I know. Yeah. Like when I read that, I'm sorry, like this might be me and I'm a very dramatic person being dramatic. I lost all respect for Selena Gomez. I was like, ew. First off, like the level of like, apology. it wasn't even an apology. Like, yeah. sorry, I didn't mention every person I know. This isn't every person you know. This is someone that gave you her freaking kidney. Yeah. Like one of your best friends. And to like not even mention her, not to mention the fact that like the documentary is literally so much of it is focused on her health journey. And she can't even mention the person that literally like changed and altered their life for her. So it makes me wonder because it's, it's mind boggling to me how like insensitive and almost like heartless Selena's being around this. It makes me wonder if there was some sort of monetary transaction at the time of the transplant, like yeah. more so like, cause Selena has the funds. Um, and I mean, this isn't a small ask of someone. I could see there being a large donation um, that Francia received. And I feel like maybe there being a monetary value. I mean, you can't put a price on your life. Um, I guess you technically can put a price on organs. I mean, they, they sell shit all the time in that industry, but it makes me wonder if she did pay her to give her kidney like low key because other than that, like what, why else would she be so heartless? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Cause I feel like Selena Gomez is always cast in this light of being like so sweet, such a good friend, all this stuff. So I was very surprised when I read that. I think you're right. A lot of people were commenting. They were like, we don't actually know what happened. Like there's a chance that she paid. I honestly wouldn't put it past anyone. Yeah. I'm not giving my kidney up for like most people probably. And maybe my like lifelong best friend, but like even then, it's a huge ask. So I could see them how, offering her money. Could, could you put a price on it? Like how much money realistically? I have no idea. I like a hundred K non-taxed? No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't do it for that much money. 250? 
Quarter million. <laughs> Are you like you're negotiating with me? <laughs> Hypothetically. Honestly, I have no idea. I don't I don't think I would do it. Well, like, no, million? no. For for my friend, I might do it. Like for a random person just offering me money, I wouldn't do it. Your friend giving you two fifty K? I don't know. It's so tough. Like I would probably do it more for them than I would for the money. But like, yeah. you're right. If she did take money, that could create weirdness between them. Mm-hmm. And I guess Francia did say like over the years or Francia, I'm sorry if I'm saying her name wrong, by the way, but she did say, she's like, I don't want to be known as like the kidney girl. But like, I do think there's an element of like, if Selena like doesn't bring her up or forgets to mention her, I'm sure her friend would get upset. And then it created like a rift in their friendship. So I could see that happening. Honestly, like Selena not mentioning her in the documentary, I think is pretty messed up and unacceptable. But even after like the TikToker put that video out where people were like, hey, this is kind of messed up. We didn't mention her. Selena should have been like, you know what? You're totally right. I like didn't mention her. I've mentioned her in the past. Obviously she knows I love her. Like she should have said something like that instead of just being like, sorry, I didn't mention everyone in my life. Like that is in my mind so heartless. And like I, when I read that, my initial thought was, all right, if that was Hailey Bieber, like people would, she'd be done. But like it's Selena and I feel like this girl, without obviously personally knowing her, I feel like is always involved in drama. There's always shit going on in her life and like, She's always cast as like the saint in the situation. She must have the best PR team in all of Hollywood because Selena Gomez can do no wrong. Like everyone else, when they do something wrong, people jump down their throats. But Selena like just can get away with highway murder. And I know the Selenators listening to this are probably like, screw you. But I actually was surprised. It was people who commented on this Instagram post being like, I'm a fan and I'm genuinely disappointed, which I've never seen a Selena Gomez fan say anything about her. So I'm hoping people are starting to see that and realize that like we put these celebrities on a pedestal and half the time they're really, really shitty human beings who only care about themselves. And maybe we shouldn't like idolize them the way that we do. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, it took six years to film this documentary and you're telling me that she didn't once in those six years mention her name while they were recording. I feel like that's a good point. Cause even when they were friends, when it first happened, she yeah. think she'd mention it. Then. And she even said um, in an interview talking about the de- documentary that there are people in the documentary that she's no longer friends with. Right. But she so, couldn't put that. That's so weird. It makes me wonder like, is Selena low key a bitch and like hard to stay friends with? Like, why is she losing so many friends? I'd love to know. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, I only have one friend. It's like, well, maybe you're the problem. You never it's know. It's you. You're the problem. It's you. I know. <laughs> Literally insane. But I'm like curious to know. It's just one of those things where you know it's probably going to blow over and no one's going to care in like a week. But I do think that I hope people can see the truth. <laughs> You're d- Inspector Gadget over here. In other news, um, the Copo sisters just came out with a new show um, on TLC. I don't know. Do other people follow them or is it just me? I unfollow and refollow Olivia here and there. You unfollow and refollow her? Sometimes. Why? Just for fun? It's just So I don't usually like (laughs) randomly unfollow people. Like what, what possesses you to like unfollow someone and then be like, I'm going to refollow them. I don't want to see them anymore, but then maybe they post something that's intriguing that someone else reposts. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll give them a follow. I think she's one of those people where it's like, she's so good looking that I just don't want to see it. Okay. Yeah, I get that. And she's from my home, like my home state. And it's just like weird. I feel (laughs) like as a New England girl, I stan 
Olivia Culpo, I know she does things problematic. I know she poses with huge plates of food that she's definitely not eating. And like, I get it. And I know that everything she does is an Instagram picture and it's all fake and whatever. I understand the hate she gets. But this girl, random ass girl, middle child, born and raised in Rhode Island, ends up going on to do a beauty pageant just on a whim, becomes Miss America or Miss USA, then becomes Miss Universe. Like she's like competing against most beautiful women in the world and wins. Started so dating hard Nick Jonas. Like it's, uh, I mean, like that is the, that's the American dream. So I, I respect her. I don't know what it is in me. Maybe fellow Rhode Island people will get it. But like she opened up one restaurant called Back 40. Yeah. And then she opened up a second restaurant. And you know that she isn't doing shit with these restaurants. It's just her name on it. And yeah. like, whatever. She doesn't yeah. even live in the East Coast anymore. Like, no. Um, <laughs> but this past summer, Mr. Man and I were... Um, in Rhode Island and we were walking Main Street in East Greenwich, which is where she opened up her second restaurant. And, you know, we were striking out. I'm not kidding. We were walking down Main Street, going to all every other restaurant that I wanted to go to. Nope, this is closed for a baby shower. Nope, this is closed for a wedding shower. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, it's a Babies gorgeous and day. Weddings. Yeah, fuck all of you. Like, I just want to eat at one of my favorite restaurants on EG Main Street. Um, and then we like get towards the end of Main Street and I'm like, oh, there it is. I'm like, fuck. And it's her. I don't even know the name back of her. 40? No, no, it's her back 40 is in like Exeter and okay. it's not far, but her, I don't know what her second restaurant name is, but I was like, oh, I really don't want to go. Like, I don't want to support her. <laughs> like, Wait, I was, why? I don't know. Cause I'm bitter. Bitter <laughs> about what? I don't know. She's beautiful and successful. Who knows? Oh, drink um, vide vide. What is it? Drink vide. Drink no, vide. That's something else. That's a company. I will say though. Let me Google it. I will say though. Union the of ugliest. Maine? The ugliest. Um, Union of Maine. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's it. Um, it has like outside of the restaurant, like, oh god, it just says food and drink, and I'm like, that's so unnecessary, and it's such an eyesore. I'm like, you're ruining E.G. Main Street. Please leave. Um, <laughs> but we ended up going, and I was like, damn, it's not that bad. It's just your normal <laughs> like American, like whatever. The inside was cute. So was you like, think that there's an it. element of like Rhode Island people that don't like her because they're like, you're like a fake Rhode Island. Like you, like you're not Rhode Island anymore. Like you left us. You left us to the West Coast. Yeah, because Rhode Islanders don't leave. It's like okay. I could see that. No, like, I don't you're know. not true. I th but like I like that as as inspiration. Like anyone, you can like wake up and become Miss Universe. There's really, really no pretty. rhyme or reason <laughs> for really. If you're really pretty and get a lot of work done, I get it, yeah. you actually probably can't wake up and become Miss Universe. Sorry, it's just not gonna happen. Oh, Maybe so if you're annoying. Olivia Colpo. But I will say the dynamic between her and her sisters, I think is super cute. I love them. I think they're adorable. And I think it's just weird for me because I know people that like are friends with them. Yeah. I'm not friends with them. I'm not gonna pretend like I know them. Yeah. But like, it's just weird. Yeah. I think I might watch it though. I don't have cable. What is it on TLC? It'd be cool to have Olivia Coppola as an older sister. Like her youngest sister was just like a regular college kid. And obviously Olivia Coppola like got really famous and was whatever and then she graduated and obviously her younger sister just like kind of just started hanging out with her and all her famous friends and now her younger sister is dating like a 
professional football player I know, it's in New York City. It's cool. It's anno- <laughs> but imagine having an old, older sister that could kind of like pave the way of this great life for you. Like, I feel like I haven't given my sister really anything. Like anything that. to work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's a, like a friend group that's like, had, like <laughs> problematic at best. That has a li- like a little bit of issues. They might drink too much. <laughs> I don't really know what else <laughs> I've contributed. An annual trip to Miami. A Miami trip. I do yeah. do that with her. Sometimes I let her like wear Bar my clothes, clothes. If, they, wow. if they fit. <laughs> wow. It's so kind of you. That's about it. Yeah. Oh, so you are not on Olivia Coppola's level. I think we should all department. strive to be an older sister like Olivia Coppola. I would that just like a life. sister. Yeah. You know, some of us are only lonelies over here. Yeah. Okay. So you watched it though. Yes. That, that, you were you, what were you, like you just had time to kill? No, I like wanted to watch it. I like them. I think they're cute. Huh. But I was annoyed because there was like this one interview where she was big being asked by her previous dating history and she dated Nick Jonas and she just talks about it like really briefly like kind of like oh like yeah it was a transformative experience for me like I thought I was gonna marry him but like that one little teeny little ex like little like thing that she said ends up in people magazine and everyone's commenting and they're like it's just her saying yeah like it was a really transformative experience dating nick jonas like i thought i was gonna marry him that's all they put that's so random and all these people comment they're like move on like turn the page you're so pathetic like go die he's married (laughs) he has a child like what is wrong with you like you're so irrelevant and it just hit me like i do understand when celebrities are like literally get so overwhelmed because it was so taken out of context she didn't she wasn't trying to talk about nick jonas and her issues she was answering questions about her previous dating history i just think like people are insane and i was like dude but like people were freaking out about it they were like wow like move on you're an ex you should be where exes belong in the past like oh jesus whatever crazy well should I watch it? Was it cringy? Was it watch entertaining? It. Watch it. It's cute. Was it entertaining? Just watch it. Yeah, I think it's, I think so. It's a reality TV show. I mean, it is. What Are their lives like that interesting? I think so. What do they do? They just like, like go to a photo like, shoot. Yeah, and go they to like dinner. model and like they do like cute Get family facial. things. Like they're a cute family. Like I think they wholesome. have like yeah like wholesome cute like they do silly things go on vacations together. I think Kardashians except like less famous. I still think less our friend done. group would make a better TV show. I do too. I think that's still neither here nor there. That. All right, it is officially the week of Thanksgiving. I just like can't believe that we're here. How like I feel like we were just talking about like it's the holiday season. <laughs> no, time is flying. There's literally less than a month left in the year. Crazy. Thanksgiving is here. It's nothing, upon us. Nothing bad has happened to me yet. <sighs> Things I feel like are just getting so crazy. And I like want someone to create an app that like tracks your holiday schedule. Like I don't need like a planner. I want like a holiday planning app. Holiday planning app. Holiday hoobie what? So an app that is only utilized in the holidays. Two months of the year? Yes. Hmm. How do you plan to make a living off that? I don't know. I don't want I don't want to make a living. I just it's functional. Oh. I want a functional app. Okay. I feel like it gets crazy. And when you're it's October, you're like, oh, like I'll have like a chill holidays. And then before Let's you know it's it, October and there's three months of the year. And before you know parties. it, there's like people reaching out for holiday parties, Christmas dinners and soirees and galas and events and uh-huh. like all this crazy ass <laughs> shit you know They're that my work is calling their holiday Ew. party this year a holiday gala i was like it's not a gala it's it's a we're having a holiday where party. is it it's at um big night live 
So I guess it is a gala. <laughs> wow, look at that. Staying in the family. In the keeping it <laughs> in the big night keeping family. It in, we had to find a place like big enough to accommodate That's everyone. True. But I guess that it is a gala. But like I feel like in my mind, gala gala is I can't picture like, I think, like, like gowns I, at big night live. Right. I think like uh, and people will be wearing gowns. I think like silent auction. Like auctioning you off your vacation house in Venice. That's what I think. I think of like old money. Yeah. That's probably the vibe they're going for. And like old money. Royals. Yes. Not yes. your company. No. <laughs> like I feel like they're the opposite of that. Very new money. Not yeah, royals. Very much new money. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All um. right. But anyways, I like I feel like I had this moment yesterday. Uh-huh. Where I was like, the holidays are so crazy. Everything's overwhelming. And I just decided to impromptu just book a trip to um, London for like a week and a half from now. Or no, a week from now. When? <laughs> just for fun. Do you have the dates? I'm literally going December. You're going to be gone on a Wednesday? Oh. We're going to take a week off from recording? Are you breaking the news to the baddies? I'm not taking a week off recording. No? No. But no. I'm just going for like an extended time. Weekend? Yes. A fun. And I'm going to go visit my friend Liv in London. She's British and she's been living there for. She's British. <laughs> I like, she's British. She's been living there for five years and I literally like have been meaning to visit her, but haven't been able to. Since Wait, the does that mean she has like, I don't know if that's citizenship. Yeah. yeah she does she dual, change? She has dual. No, oh, she's dual. always had dual. She's because her parents are British. Uh, oh, so she's, I thought you were joking. So she literally is British. Oh, that's sick. But she lived in California her whole life and then went to. Um, <coughs> went to school in New Hampshire. I was gonna say, how did the dots connect? She went to school. <laughs> she went to UNH. That's how we met. Gotcha. But I'm going to visit her, and she's been like literally begging me to come for months. And I was like, you know what? It's happening. It's time. So I'm going for like a few days, and I booked a one way ticket. Just kidding, I didn't. I literally <laughs> my schedule could never. But she is working for like a few of the days, and like she can't take work off and we're going to spend like the long weekend together and stuff. So I'm just going to be like walking around London and like by, yourself. by myself. And there's a part of me that's super excited because I feel like we talk about this all the time. I'm constantly with people mm -hmm. and surrounded by people. And I feel like between like traveling there, like going on the flight, like spending all that time alone, exploring London by myself, like being a tourist by myself. I haven't been to London since I was in college. I, like think with I Mystery need Man. that time. Yeah, with Mystery Man. I actually went to London with Mystery Man. Just kidding. He, <laughs> he happened to be studying abroad there while my friend was studying abroad there. And that's when we first bonded. Cute. At an Irish pub for some reason. So you're going to have to put your brain to use, not be on autopilot because Michael will not be there. Yes. To remember your passport. Oh my gosh, my passport. Shit. <laughs> Please oh tell God, me. You need one of those. Do you have? one is well, it I have renewed? one I just don't know where it is oh that's good are oh. our passports expired already like when do we re-up it's them? like every 10 years yeah but like when it's different for everyone yeah but like we're on the same schedule no we're not yes we are we're the same age so like we should need passports at the same time oh it depends on well no because you get one when you're like what 21 20 18 shit remember when we almost went to Canada yeah. I renewed mine then. Why? Because it expired. I didn't, re I like let mine die. 
know. I don't know when your passport. This is a you journey. I don't know. You might need to check that. Maybe expedite that. That for sure. Call call your mom after this. Find the passport. Check that date. That'd be yeah. really tragic if so you couldn't go. I guess I'm going to London if I can Allegedly. find my passport. <laughs> well, they, like, could they, can I just like use my sister's? No. <laughs> I mean, you guys do She used my ID for like two years to get into bars. I feel like it's the least she can do. <laughs> Would they like, like probably not a good idea, right? Like, I mean. That's probably like very illegal. Yeah. Like, like FBI watch list level illegal. No. Or like just like a misdemeanor. There's Is it a, a felony? It's a felony. To impersonate someone and steal like, their identification, probably. Well, like, I feel like it's not like an idea. Like impersonating someone and using their passport to like go to another country, I feel like is very sketchy. You don't want to get stuck over there. You don't want to get like caught. Yeah, it's the type of thing that like <laughs> you probably want to do the right way. I'll look into it. But if I go to London, I'm going to be spending you will. some time alone, and I'm very excited because I feel like I need that. You do need alone, or yeah, alone time. Some alone time. It'll be nice. What are you looking forward to most about your long time? I think like genuinely walking around and like sitting and not talking to people and like taking in. You know what I want to do? I want to be the type of person. I think about this all the time. So you're at dinner with your friend. Mm -hmm. They go to the bathroom. What do you do? You look on your phone. Yep. I want to be the type of person that like doesn't look on their phone and they just like observe, like take in their surroundings. I want to be more present. That's what I'd like. I love that. Yes. I like people that are present. It's not fun when people are just looking down at their phone at dinner. Yeah. It's like, well, I might as well just go home. But it's so it's it's hard to like not feel uncomfortable and awkward in settings when you're alone. Because we're so programmed constantly. Like the other day I caught myself. I was walking through the hallways at work and I literally just like started going on my phone and like texting people because I didn't feel like saying hi to people walking (laughs) by. I probably shouldn't admit that out loud. I just, I just like down. I just like wasn't in the mood. And like I feel like our phones are an escape. Like you're on the subway, you're walking down the street and someone is like making eye contact with you. You can look at your phone and it just like it's like a shield, you know? It defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism. But anyways, I'm looking forward to it. Well, after after Thanksgiving. I love that. You wanna know what I did this weekend? What? I hosted a brunch. For Mr. Man's parents and one set of his aunt and uncle. And I realized just how I thought our little impromptu dinner party was hard. This was fucking hard. Was it hard? Yeah. Coming up with the menu. Oh. Like we were like, okay, we need appetizer, main course, a side, and dessert. What the hell do we do? And like, how do you cater to all different types of, you know, people that, you know, None of them had dietary restrictions, but what I, know, I was if, like, how many dietary restrictions if? were were at yeah, play? There were six <laughs> of us at brunch, but I was stressed. Like we didn't know what we were gonna serve for our main entree until the day before. Is that what stresses you out the most? Like what food you're gonna give to planning? People? Um, yeah, and like that it comes out well. It's honestly so hard to like time everything. Oh, the timing, yeah. That's tough. And, you know, I had to, I made gluten-free apple cider. I made Janine's gluten-free apple cider, the ones that she served oh, that year. cupcakes? Yes. Those are like the best things i I made had. those. They were fire. I made them. Me. Oh. Little Miss Betty Crocker. You made cupcakes? I did. I So I made the cupcakes the night before and the frosting the morning of so that it would be fresh. But I was like, I don't know how people do this for like, be like families that are like large, like six people or more. And like, holidays events anything that is like requiring a lot of people and serving a lot of people 
Like if we were doing Friendsgiving, I I would crumble under pressure. Honestly, I think the thing with hosting is that like what and this is what I've noticed is that people just appreciate being invited somewhere. Like I'm sure no one even no, would notice if things went wrong when you hosted them last weekend. Like if yeah. the cupcakes weren't perfect or like if the food wasn't timed perfectly, like no one would notice because people just like love going to people's places and like having someone host them. But like it's us as the host that notice those things. True. You know? Well, that was my first time. So I guess I still have a lot to learn. I don't know. But I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not rushing to do it again. So like, it's a, it's a lot of stress. It's expensive too. Now I know why people always say like, don't come empty handed. Cause it's so much money for the food. Yeah. It is a lot of money. Well, do you think we're like approaching the age where like you start hosting Thanksgiving? Like it's literally this no. week. So <laughs> obviously I'm not hosting Thanksgiving in my, you know, 1100 square foot apartment. But if I was living in like a house, like w at what age do you start doing that? Um, Hopefully never. I hope to never. You host. hope to never. So you wouldn't want to do it. No. So like, <laughs> I can't wait to do it. Like I want my entire family, like my cousins, my aunts, uncles, and Michael's entire family to come over. But I almost feel like people would like kind of compete. It's like who gets Thanksgiving this year, you know? So here's my thing. I think, I love like having people over. Like I can't wait to one day have the big house with the big kitchen and like be able to host a shit ton of people. Yeah. But I just, I would like, I don't know, hire a caterer or like I, now I understand. Oh, so it's the cook like you're, you don't want to deal with the cooking. Aspect. Yes. I now I understand why like people like, for instance, for Thanksgiving, like everyone brings something like yeah. you bring a dish cause it's less pressure on the It host. makes it less intimidating. Like you yeah. just do the turkey and maybe like a few sides and then someone will bring the mashed potatoes and we'll bring the stuffing. Right. Like you know. we're bringing the salad to Thanksgiving and I'm like, I can handle that. You can do a salad. I can do that. I can see you do that. We did a arugula salad with oh. goat cheese, walnuts and pomegranate That's seeds. That's beautiful. With homemade dressing. Stunning. Thank you. Doesn't he hate arugula? Why are you doing that? Oh, cause his dad can only eat arugula. Uh, right. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm excited to do it because I also think there's an element of like, I want to curate, you know this, Growing up watching Gossip Girl, I live for the Thanksgiving episodes. I'm pretty sure like when I'm having a bad day, I watch seasons one through four. Gossip Girl, Thanksgiving. That is what I'm watching. Oh my God, the holiday ones are the best. There is something about the holiday Gossip Girl. I'm not talking about the new Gossip Girl for those of you that are like, you know, 22 or younger. I'm talking about old school, Blake Lively, Leighton Meester, gossip girl with the holiday episodes they hit different mm -hmm. and christmas they all do honestly but like the first the first one like the juxtaposition of like thanksgiving last year versus this year so good and i think i had this expectation growing up that that was going to be my life i was like oh there's going to be you know, we're going to go to Thanksgiving and we're all going to dress up like super, super glamorous. There's going to be like a level of like intensity and drama and people are going to be mad and people are going to be like storming out. And like that didn't usually happen. And I was like, wait, I'm confused. Why didn't that happen? So like that is what I want. Gossip Girl is not real life. Yeah. <laughs> they have like chefs and maids and people yeah. that probably fetch their groceries. Okay. True, but I but, respect the vision. And like, I want my vision to come to life. 
someday. Maybe minus all the drama. Um, there's a little something called lucky girl syndrome. Yeah. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? So that's going to happen when I start hosting. I also really want like a cute tradition. Like, okay. you know, some families have traditions. I was thinking about this. Like when I, if I became a mother someday, like, what I, would you implement? Maybe not even a mother, just even a married couple. I like that. Like you have like a Thanksgiving tradition. I'm not talking about a turkey trot. Like I, hell will sooner freeze over than me running a 5k like the morning of Thanksgiving. I know that's my family. But did you do it? I did growing up. I oh. stopped once I was old enough to like. No better. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this shit is whack. Honestly, I'm not I do respect it. I just like, I don't think I'm going to be a member of like a fit family where like, that's who we are. I know. But it's a lot. like a tradition, like just something like we find like a really cute. And even with our friends, like we find like a cute rest or like hotel in Boston. We go there and like have coffee in the morning before we go to our family. It's like something like that. I want to do. What about watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade? That's cute. Fun fact, I was in it. Or like- 2008. Oh, you did tell me that. You I were did. in it. That was cute. Or like no the episode deal. of Friends where they go outside and play football. Ugh. That might not be very fun though. Not for me. No. Not my not my vibe, not my journey. <laughs> Are we going out the night before Thanksgiving? Um, No. No. I will be in Eastie, probably ordering takeout looking at everyone on Instagram going out. <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't want to say the days are behind me of going out the night before Thanksgiving. I do know it's the biggest drinking day of the year, which I still think is crazy that it has New Year's Eve beat. But I, like, there was a time in, in college where I didn't mind going to the bars and accidentally sleeping at my friend's house and waking up with like a fake eyelash on like my nostril and like rushing home to Thanksgiving where my disappointed mother opened the door for me and tried to tell herself like, this is just a phase. But like, I think now there's just something so comforting about waking up feeling great. Yeah. No. So I think I'm not going to partake this year, like maybe in the future. Unless Mr. Man wants to bring me to his hometown for the night before, um, we will certainly not be going to mine. There is quite frankly, no one I would like to see. <laughs> no one, <laughs> not one. I know, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think this Thanksgiving is going to be better than the last it will. Two. Oh wait, yeah. You're right. You're going to have a good Thanksgiving this it's year. It's going to be great. Things and then an uphill, we're uphill. going to the Cape and we're going to Rhode Island. Oh, in one weekend. Wow. I know. That's amazing. It's going to be a lot, but it's it's going to be fun. Everyone eat some turkey. If you eat turkey, if you don't figure out what side you are, what's your favorite side? Mashed potatoes. Mashed has potatoes. To, has to be. I'm, I like a green bean casserole. Oh, wait. Stuffing's good, too. Green stuffing's bean casserole is your favorite. <laughs> Maybe mashed potatoes and then green bean casserole. Okay. okay. And then stuffing. I feel like you can't say like green beans are your favorite. They're pretty fucking good. I just, I can't get behind that. I got garlicky, buttery mashed potato. potato. Yeah. Oh, with gravy. So good. It's so good. You're right to start that program in January. You have to have fun over the holidays. There's so much eating, so much drinking. I know. I already told myself I'm eating gluten on Thanksgiving. Who cares? Like, honestly, we're supposed to feel like shit on December 31st. We're supposed to. And then January 1, back at it. We have a wedding on a year, so I would like to not be rolled into it. Okay, you're (laughs) right. (laughs) Baddies, that's all we have for you this week. Happy Thanksgiving 
from wherever you're listening from. If you celebrate, if you celebrate thankfulness, <laughs> happy uh, Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you baddies. I hope you're thankful for us. I'm thankful for you, Gail. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm thankful for Peter and that's it. <laughs> I'm thankful for Peter. Um, happy Black Friday shopping. I hope you guys score all your little deals. Um, if that's your vibe, Cyber Monday's around. Oh no, it'll be Cyber Monday when we oh, drop this. Oh, yeah. Right? No, 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 it'll be nope. next, the next okay. week will be Cyber Prepare Monday. For Sorry, we can't do math here. <laughs> no, but get prepared for Cyber Monday. No, sc- screw um, Thanksgiving and uh-huh. Black Friday, but prepare for Cyber Monday yep. next week. And we'll have a fire episode coming for Cyber Monday. Fire. Don't you worry. Our best episode every single year is the one that comes out on Cyber Monday. It's yeah. insane. If you didn't know, now it's you crazy. Know. If you didn't know, now you know. Follow us on Instagram. We're drinks after work underscore TikTok drinks after work. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, join our private Facebook group at the Lincoln Bio. I did it. You did the damn thing. Did the damn thing. Oh, uh. bye guys. Bye.